0: I'm going to play Resident Evil 4. I know, right? All right what the hell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Akeem, are you okay?
0: Happy 420, everybody. <laughs> My dude, it is March 7th. Not if you were this high. Um. <laughs> Beyond and hello and welcome to episode 791, to the number one PlayStation and PlayStation adjacent podcast that we make here at IGN. I'm Max Scovell and I'm joined today by Jada Griffin. The Queen hath returned. I ran unopposed, so I won again. You're you're back by default. And yes.
2: Josh Dew joining us. Hey, I'm just a peasant. I don't I don't have any sort of
1: time. All
0: right, we're doing a
2: very feudal episode
0: this week. And Akeem Lewanson.
3: Yes, I'm the king of mugs right here. I got my famed Olympian Jesse Owens mug today. That means I'm ready to run it.
0: We got some market research back, and the thing that people who Mm -hmm. listen to audio podcasts love to hear is the illusion of mugs. They like to hear people address the mugs, but you can't see them. If you're watching video, you can see the mug, but if you're listening to the audio, you are out of luck. Anyway, in addition to mugs, we also like to talk about video games on this show. Uh, There's some. I'm going to be honest. There's not a lot of news this week. It's kind of a slow news week. That tends to happen uh it's only tuesday it's true tomorrow they might announce the playstation 6 and 7 on the playstation blog uh and put up half a jpeg of one of the controllers but we'll have to wait and see about that in the meantime there is some fun stuff to talk about the playstation 2 turned 23 this week you know the most exciting birthday so you're at the age everybody hates you yeah between 22 and 24 we'll find a fun way to talk about that in a bit um we also want to talk about quick time events if we're quick enough But maybe we're not quick enough. We'll find out about that. Um, Also, they announced Dragon Ball Z, Tenkaichi Budokai, number four, not number four, maybe just, I don't know, we'll talk about Tenkaichi four. Yeah. We'll get around to it. But first, um, I want to talk a little bit about how uh, PlayStation has maybe more movies and shows officially announced than it does games, which is kind of a weird quandary. Obviously, this is first and foremost a show about video games, but we haven't really had a lot to talk about. Uh, And it was, I kind of, I did a little bit of research, a little bit of digging around here, uh, and official Sony Interactive Entertainment published games that are officially announced that we know about, I think maybe discounting PSVR 2 stuff. There is Spider-Man 2, which is coming out later this year. There is Wolverine, which is coming out sometime after that. Uh, There's Rise of the Ronin, which is the Team Ninja Ronin game, which is slated for 2024. There's Death Stranding 2, which is... Whenever they finish making it, there's the Star Wars KOTOR remake, which is sort of in a nebulous, on-hold, development hell type of situation, and there's Stellar Blade, which is from a Korean studio called Shift Up, and Lost Soul Aside, which is Utila Zero Games, which is based out of China. Um, That was was all of, like, the PlayStation-published official Capital Play, Capital Station, PlayStation games we know about.
1: Yeah, the only other one is the Last of Us multiplayer factions, Sure, but, like, that's pretty much it they've been kind of
0: quiet mm-hmm. like, and apparently there's a bunch of games as, as services in the works that are you know waiting to happen which again is sort of another i mean those are obviously games that get releases but they're also kind of they're services you know it's kind of yeah. hard to classify them as you know that uh that triple a single player prestige game that we've come to know and love from PlayStation but that said There are also a bunch of shows and movies. For instance, um, The Last of Us, it is wrapping up season one uh, next week, this week, whatever. It's renewed for season two. Uh, we also have the Twisted Metal show coming to Peacock sometime later this year. Then there's the God of War Amazon series, which is question marks, as well as the Horizon Netflix series, which is also question marks. Uh, later this summer, we're getting the Gran Turismo movie. We also got wind of a Ghost of Tsushima movie from Chad Stahelski, who's the um, John Wick co-creator mm-hmm. stuntman. Um, you know, he's the guy who gets punched through walls instead of Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. Uh that was announced back in March 2021. There's also a Days Gone movie, which was announced in August 2022, alongside a Gravity Rush movie, which is weirdly enough from Tony, uh, well, the late Tony and um, still around Ridley Scott's production company, uh, Scott Free, which is kind of an odd odd choice there. Uh, and then the Death Stranding movie, which is technically not PlayStation Studios, but if we're counting the game as a PlayStation game, uh, let's count the movie. So this is weird. Like, this is... We're, there's more there's more upcoming PlayStation movies to talk about than there are games. How do we feel about this, Jada? Uh,
1: you know what? I'm actually kind of excited for it. Like I I don't get me wrong, I'm a gamer first, a TV watcher, movie watcher second, but I love to watch stuff when I just need a break and I'm just trying to like wind down and this kind of keeps me in the PlayStation universe kind of as a weird kind of way to to put it um but you know i'm I'm excited for it i one i didn't expect to be kind of interested in is the gran turismo movie like that's where footage we're showing um just because of how the story that they're going with it where it's was somebody who got really good at gran turismo and then became an a professional driver and it's kind of this story um and i'm very excited to see how this kind of pans out um and i've played you know maybe five hours of gran turismo in my life so but i'm still excited
0: for it it looks good josh what about you
2: i think i'm i'm in the same boat like i i think there are still like a good amount of games to be excited for uh but i i I don't know how does this compare to like past years is does does this feel like there are less games upcoming that i feel like there's less games we know about this
1: year than compared to other years for playstation specific that are you know Mm -hmm. exclusive um but I, I think we're kind of par for the course for like when it comes to third party stuff. I mean, we've got Resident Evil and Star Wars just around the corner. So like, yeah. and we've had ha- we've already yeah. had Dead Space. There's there's
0: plenty of third party yeah. stuff to be excited about. It's obviously going to be a huge year for games, but it is sort of weird as a you know PlayStation centric show to like not really have a ton that is you know around the corner that we know of. Um, Maybe Akeem, how are you feeling about all this?
3: I, I mean, if we're if we're talking about this show, yes, I totally uh, understand your sentiments, Max. But like, as just someone who consumes, just you know. This media of all in all forms i think this is great you know this, this is great that we're getting like these these various different movies and these tv shows also i feel like uh i feel like playstation they have to keep up with their competitors i mean you, you look at what you know xbox is doing like we have there's a gears of war movie and tv show in the works over at netflix there's a fallout uh prime video uh a series you know halo just got renewed for a second season on paramount plus uh there's gonna be a grounded uh, uh, series on Netflix, so I feel like they just they have to keep up with the times. Like they have, you're they're sitting on these great IPs. You gotta you gotta adapt them, and so you don't have to, but they mm-hmm. want to because they want to keep up with their co- the competitors. Well, um, I think look at the success of Arcane and and um, Cyberpunk yeah. Edge Runners mm-hmm. on Netflix. So I mean, I think be- sense.
0: between the success of the Last of Us show and the upcoming Mario movie, which is undoubtedly going to rake in a ton of money because yeah. you know the two Sonic movies did. Um, I feel like Mario and the Last of Us are like the two. Two ends of the video game spectrum in terms of where a story can go. You can have like extremely hard M-rated serious storytelling, or the the, Mario. It's definitely like a wide a wide net to cast. Mushroom eaten plumber. Yeah, it's mushrooms in both of them. You know, it's it's they're hot these days. That psilocybin is is That is that is the secret. Yeah, Yeah.
2: but I mean that makes sense from like a business perspective. Then right, like if. I think a lot of people have concerns that PlayStation is losing exclusives or, like, they don't have enough exclusives or whatever. But, like, maybe be going multimedia is their new approach mm-hmm. here. It's like maybe you'd be making more money by taking less risks on new IPs and new games and rather just try to build out your universe of multimedia for the stuff you know already works. And then it'll become this, like self-sustaining cycle where like people watch the show they'll play the game they play the game they watch the show and they just make more money that way
0: i mean we've we've seen the numbers like the witcher netflix show saw sales of that game just skyrocket Yep. Yep. Uh, same went for the last of us Same the the there's a a thing that we should address here where it's sort of in terms of the different the way the different industries work like entertainment stuff is way more transparent about what's happening like, mm-hmm. I feel like that is one sort of side effect of video games having a root in, like, being tech rather than strictly entertainment. Like, there's this kind of odd intersection of of industries. But, you know, you read, like, Hollywood Reporter, they'll announce, oh, this director is attached to this project. Or, like, you know, this this script. Like, they, I mean, the fact that there are screenplays kicking around for years that are just sort of, like, out there, you know? Like, yeah. that would be a closely guarded proprietary secret if it were on the game side of things. Yep. And, I mean, it, you know, we get we get leaks we get rumors and stuff but in, you know compared to how you know you'll be like oh here's your first look at natalie portman and thor because she was walking through a parking lot like it's a very different approach to sort of secrecy mm-hmm. and keeping things under wrap so from that perspective it's sort of not surprising that we know this much about the shows and the movies because you know publicists like we <laughs> we knew that boba fett was coming back because tamara morrison's agent was like he's back baby check out the imdb and it was like that could have been a nice surprise but sure i'll tune into the <laughs> mandalorian this that's not a spoiler that's from like 3 years ago at this point um yeah I, I don't know it, it it's funny because we i've always had kind of a holistic approach to media because i just i like i like genre media in general i like yeah. comics i like games i like books i like movies i like shows you know assuming they're about things that i like and some people are very strictly you know medium focused and i don't know it's it's fun to get to talk about both on on this show like I I, I like it you know I agree and you know I guess you know
1: one of the things Josh said kind of like jogged my memory is like there are so many games that I play and I play a lot of games y'all you guys know this and I'm just like man I would love to see more of this story I would love to see more of this and it feels like we're moving in that trajectory for games and just movies and tv in general like we're getting more of that so like I don't know plus the games come
2: out like every five or six years like if you want a sequel to a game you like it's going to take forever but then if you know they're putting out more shows they'll keep the fan base alive in that way
3: yeah Yeah. and and this is something you know uh, hollywood has been doing for years like i remember you know when i went to like the arcade like i i loved playing rampage and i was like man i i wish there was a rampage movie starring one of my favorite wrestlers and sure enough you know years later we got rampage same thing with dead or alive you know we I was playing that on the ps the ps2 it's like man i wish i could see these people punching each other you know in in in, on the big screen and sure enough that happened as well i had that
1: happen i had that happen with double dragon back in the day playing that on the nes and then i got that i got that amazing movie i got to see you know i got to see them just kicking i remember
3: pretty fun watching john leguizamo stand up and i was like i wish john leguizamo could play a plumber and Sure enough, that happened as well. So, like, Hollywood has been doing this for years, which just excites me as someone that just like loves this type of medium. So,
0: see, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I would watch John Leguizamo's The Pest, and I would be like, I wish this was a narrative video game. I wish there was a, a <laughs> game where you got to be the pest. Um, four four <laughs> people remember that movie. That's not that's not a very good movie. Uh, Double no, Dragon movie. I watched that fairly recently because I have things wrong with my brain. That is a super fun bad movie. That is a very yes. good. God it's yeah a Bobo is just horrifying real good and they got Robert Patrick looking like vanilla ice, which is a choice <laughs> um, so uh, of these of these various you know cross media projects, um I guess which are you most excited about and you don't have to say Gran Turismo just because we have b-roll of that Jada?
1: i I am actually really excited for Gran Turismo okay, but if we're going outside of it, I think I'm gonna go for the wild card, and I'm gonna say Gravity Rush because I really love the stories and the gameplay for uh, Gravity Rush, and I feel like if they do it right, depending on what choice they go, animated or CG, um, because I don't, I don't know. I guess they
0: could go live action. Scott Free Productions, Ridley Scott's company, I don't think has ever done anything animated, which is interesting. Oh well, there we go. Um, Hmm. You know what? Still gonna give it my vote.
1: Still gonna give it. Uh, Still gonna give it the wild card vote. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Buy my ticket like as soon as they go on sale and go see it. Regardless of if it looks good or bad, I'm just going to be there. I'm going to be first person in line because I love my girl, Kat, in uh, Gravity Rush.
2: I'm going to go with Ghost of Tsushima here. Mm. Just because I think the talent behind it so far is very promising. But my only apprehensions are I'm not a huge fan of Ghost's story. I think it is very like made for video games in a way. Okay. So putting it into a movie format, I don't know if it will be as interesting. And my second is that uh, I'm worried they're just going to be using the volume for every shot. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, the game is gorgeous, and I'm sure they're going to try and replicate, you know, that vibe of just, like, these open fields with, like, really colorful plants and whatever. And that seems perfect to use in the volume. Uh, so I'm worried they'll, they'll look a little flat.
0: I, d- I disagree because, you know, I think with something where it's a completely exotic locale, like yeah. Star Wars, where you have to have a lot of, you know, bespoke sets, that's one thing. But, you know, Tsushima is a real place. Yeah. Like, and it's also finding, you know, you might have to fly around a bit. You might have to like, you know, up the saturation of the cherry blossoms or whatever. But yeah. like, those are all existing trees. Or always shoot at sunset. Like, exactly. I mean, that's <laughs> that part gets tricky. But yeah, we're going to. All right, guys, we missed golden hour. Let's do yeah. it again. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's also like an interesting thing about a, a samurai movie is that like that st- stuff to make that universe exists. Yeah. yeah. Like it's all like, I don't know. You can. That's true. You can go find some bamboo to cut in half and you can find yep. an actual hot spring and you can probably find, you know, some people who know how to make swords. Like half the design work is done for you by actual history. So, yeah, you know, that's true. Um, it's,
2: it'd be an easier lift than death, like a death stranding thing. For exactly.
0: Sure. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what I'm excited about. I, I'm genuinely curious which we see first. Uh, a Death Stranding movie trailer or the actual release of Death Stranding 2. I think it could be kind of <laughs> neck and neck there. Then again, I mean, Kojima actually, you know, you know, created that whole universe. And I feel like the second game in that sense is going to be a lot less of a lift than having to track down an engine and form a studio and all that. So, yeah. you know, hopefully. I'm
2: ready for the first Strand type movie. What that would really cool.
0: be Yeah, what does that even mean? I don't know. Yeah. I think it will, every, every
2: time you watch it in a theater, it will be uh, built upon the second time you watch it and the third time. And every time someone else is watching it, like Maybe you'll hear their reactions in the background to certain moments. I don't know. It'd be cool. A, a
3: strand-type movie, isn't that just like a movie with a sequel? Is that what that means? <laughs> like just another movie that's just produced from the, the previous movie? Is that Look, I'll be is? honest.
2: I don't even know what strand-type means. No, they, one,
1: no one does. They just, I mean, maybe they just release like 50 different edits. And oh, so yeah. you go It'd see it like every clue. different time. It's yeah. just different every
0: time. I, I would love to see Kojima res- responding in real time to like... Movie reviews and comping in new stuff, just based on the review, you know, (laughs) hot (laughs) patching uh, a movie, like the George Lucas thing, and being like, ah, we saw that people thought there was not enough of the baby, so we've added more of the baby. (laughs) That'd
3: be awesome. He might actually do that. Don't don't give him ideas. That sounds like a great idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's a very uh, weird weird universe that I'd like to see more of. you know, and I'm not necessarily married to seeing more of Norman Reedus. I just kind of want to see like what you know, yeah, what's going on there because that like there's yeah. no it's Max, it's so um, out there.
3: Max, do you think they wouldn't have uh, um, Norman Reedus though? I feel like I mean he's he's an actor, so I mean I don't know what this we don't know what this Death Stranding movie is going to yeah. look like, but you know Norman Reedus is an actor. Yeah, um, he was in another movie uh, that kind of reminded me, that's very reminiscent of Death Stranding called Air. I don't know if Red, can pull up a clip of that, but it kind of reminded me of. Uh, of, of, of this video game so I don't know I feel like he would he would be a prime like and not only him but like every single person that's in this that's in the video game they could it could work on the big screen they're all actors hold on so we're gonna get on, Conan hold on, hold on, and Jeff Keighley hold on,
0: hold on. <laughs> Sonny Vaccaro and Nike pursue basketball rookie Michael Jordan creating a partnership that revolutionizes the world of sports and contemporary culture they got Norman Reedus for that Wait, no. That's air. That's coming
3: out this yeah, year. Yeah, wait. It is it air exciting. as
0: in like the air we breathe? Or yes. Is like air Jordan. Yes. That's what
2: you're
3: talking about? That's yes, what, I, that's well, what we... Red is currently showing on the screen. That it's doesn't not, look not... like a
0: – I don't think they were faithful to the source material. This doesn't look like a basketball <laughs> movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> When's he going to
3: get the Nikes? The movie is about them running out of air, and uh, Norman Reedus is like the bad guy. Like, what? Well, what are you doing, man? You're running out of air. <laughs> I mean, I could see this
2: Death Stranding movie like taking place in the universe, as opposed to like a direct adaptation of what the game was about. I feel like Kojima, he wouldn't want to retread something, mm-hmm. right? He'd want to be like, I'm in love with this universe. Let me. I have so many more stories to tell from it like well he
0: also he respects filmmakers like he loves movies so much i mean he put a bunch of filmmakers in his game yep Yep. which is like i I mean it's gonna be i think it's the production company from the guy who did barbarian which was a phenomenal movie so i'm stoked to see whatever they do with that but yeah i mean it's i don't know it's it's fun to get to talk about this stuff akim do you have something that you're most excited for
3: yeah i mean i was gonna say death stranding but i mean if we're sticking with like you know first parties i would definitely say um god of war um i feel Mm. like it's because the game is the game is so good narratively i feel like it's kind of hard for them to screw that up just like with the last of us like i mean like everyone everyone loved the last of us gamers as well as just people that just consume tv and movies and probably never touched the the video games like i feel like it's it's definitely going to be hard for them to screw that up but i'm curious to know who they're going to cast um um in in all the different various different roles yeah Um, i know people have been saying like oh you should get chris judge but i mean chris judge is awesome You know, he's got that voice but i think i think you need someone with a lot more i shout out to chris judge i i, I, I love uh-oh, him i respect uh-oh. him but i think you need someone with a lot more range not saying that he doesn't have the uh-oh, range uh-oh. But-
1: i mean i mean he was what, what stargate right <laughs> like, yeah, a, like yeah like yeah. he's got the acting chops he's he's done i don't know like it depends
3: the, the last the last movie he was in was a movie about hobbits uh Red, can you pull up the, the clip? It was a movie about hobbits. He was like this tall man and-
0: What do you mean a movie about hobbits? Little. Was it a hobbit movie? Was it The Hobbit? <laughs>
3: it, it, was, it, it had hobbits in the title. So it was one was, of the hobbit movies. What? It wasn't one of the hobbit movies. It was like one of those, those magnet movies where it's like, it's a rip off of a, an actual oh. movie. Oh, kind of like yeah.
1: how instead of like Pacific Rim, we got like Atlantic Rim?
3: Yeah, exactly. Okay. A- a- Atlantic Circle. <laughs> They you just put
0: out, that's the Asylum, and they just emailed me to, to let me know that uh, hot off the success of Cocaine Bear, they are back with Meth Gator. Whoa, I'm down for that. <laughs> Meth <All of> <laughs> yeah, Which is, I guess, also based on a true story, but it's like, just make a move, make it original,
3: whatever. Um, so, so wait, the, the Gator has no teeth? Like, what's, what,
0: <laughs> what, what What are we afraid
3: <laughs> of?
1: I mean, he's still got the pressure. The jaw's still have pressure, oh, you know. Problem that's resolves the
0: itself. Yeah, it's, there it is, taken care of. Uh, I'm dying to see what the Twisted Metal show is like uh i'm still not going to subscribe to peacock to check it out but that's um rhett reese and paul wernick who did *Zombieland* land and i think the first deadpool okay so there's there's potential there it's also like twisted metal is such a obviously there is a fan base but it's also kind of a forgotten franchise at this point that mm-hmm. uh i don't i don't know if it necessarily needs a reboot but i'm like i'm interested to see what a reinterpretation of that looks like and again i don't have any strong attachment to it so if they completely eff it up I'm I'm not going to be too too bothered by it. You know, I will. Yeah. I have a I have a very strong attachment to twisted metal. You got I that spent... whole, You got that sweet tooth tattoo on your back. I do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I do. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Jade also has a sweet tooth. I general. do
1: have a sweet tooth in general. I love my okay. candy.
3: Can I can I just say this because I know it's going to get clipped and it's going to get back to Chris? I interviewed him last year, so I just want to make I just want to let it be known <laughs> that I love Chris. Um, I I hope that he does become a part of the, the, whatever their work, you know, the, the, um, um, the, the series in some capacity. Um, I just think it would, you know, it'd be, it it would be as if they were to cast, uh, Troy Baker as Joel in the last HBO series, you you know, Atreus. I would love that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you you talk, Troy Baker playing Atreus. No, 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 lovely. no. Chris I Judge should play that. Atreus. Chris Judge as yeah.
0: Atreus. I think they sh- I mean they got Sigourney Weaver playing a teenager in Avatar. I think you could get Chris Judge. You just use Why computers not? to shrink him so he's small. You use computers to make his voice a little bit higher. Oh
3: my goodness, Max. Look, I just want him to be a I want him to be a part of the series. Period. That's you it. Should play so the Chris, snake. shout out to you. I'm gonna talk for the You're next forty five minutes, just talking about how much I want you to be a part of the series in honor of Chris Judge. I'm just kidding, I'm not. Gonna-
0: I mean, that said, the God of War series does have um, extremely big shoes, what, shoes to fill, footsteps to follow, following Last of Us, Mm -hmm, boots, sandals, I don't know what they wear. But no, like, that's, you know, the problem is that, like, making the Last of Us show, like, you can just mess up a bunch of cars and put some mushrooms and moss on it, and there you go, that's the set dressing. But Mm -hmm. to, you know, create a giant snake, I feel like the the Achilles heel of that Norse god is going to be the special effects, because if they aren't, you know, what people expect, it's going to be... I don't know. It's going to get picked apart, but
1: okay. We gave moments to shine to all the other ones. I have to talk about Horizon because I am also hyped for Horizon, despite it going to Netflix. Um, because right. everybody likes to forget Horizon, and I love that franchise. Um, I I can't wait but, to see more. But when like, you, when you picture Horizon, what does it look like in your head? Like, what's that universe look I like? I mean, I would love to see just. I would love to see more of the the maybe not the fall of society because I feel like. I mean, although I think that could be very engaging, I, I mean it's, the series is all about the the mechs, the monsters, the dinosaurs, the robots. Like I want to see that. I want to see spectacle. Like they have a real chance to like really make the Horizon series this big thing. And you know, I'm just that's the only reason why I didn't say it is because I'm that's the one I'm most concerned about. I feel like oh, it's yeah. going to get like the the short end of the of that the one's of really the spear. Hard. Yeah, you got to put mean, a lot of
2: money into it to like make it. You know, live up to the game. And this one, this one's going to Netflix. Is
3: yes. that correct? Yeah. So, well, then in that case, I mean, they they uh they got to get Lance Riddick. He's Lance Riddick's got to return as as Silence in some form. I mean, he has to return. he's
0: probably just hanging around at the you know the Netflix offices. <laughs>
3: it's like <what laughs> do you need series.
0: you you guys next? doing more Resident Evil? He's like, they're like, we haven't canceled it yet. All right, I'll be in the snack room Snacks <laughs> <next." laughs> hanging out. No, I I don't know. I feel like the. Didn't didn't they announce that Horizon's show is like set like it's like twenty minutes before all everything? I
1: think so, and that's though that's the that has me gives me the most concern. It's like I think it'll be a very engaging, like dramatic kind of like I see showcasing like the fall of
2: man.
3: But Civilization, yeah.
2: But yeah i think i don't know it's that's probably the way they're gonna have to do it just because it would be a lower budget and then they can be like well if this you know takes off now we got the money for like dinosaurs yeah that's
3: kind that's kind of what they did with um season one of fear the walking dead like the first the first couple of seasons it was it, it was just like you know it was when the outbreak just occurred and then as things have progressed like i think they're in season nine now now it's like it's it's the apocalypse there was an atomic bomb and everything so it's you know i guess if this series does progress and they see if it's it's successful, maybe we'll start to see some of those bigger set pieces um, in seasons, you know, seasons two, three. And I think on. the
0: whole the whole first season is going to be very compelling science, futuristic office drama. And then like in the final episode, it's going to end with a shot of like a watcher and the eye turns on. Yeah, I think Brian might have mm. said this on this, but it's like I can t- completely picture that we're like, mm. it's all big build up for like one. Teaser thing and people are go. Oh, I know that from the yeah. game. And then it's like, yeah, I, yeah but what about <laughs> shooting arrows at a big robot dinosaur? That could be cool too. So maybe it ends with like a time
2: jump, you know, like one scene from like, and then 500 years later. Yeah, it, shows somebody, it shows somebody fighting. Yeah, it
1: shows one of the, the tribes fighting. Yeah, or something like that. Stick
2: at a robot.
0: Anyway, uh let us know in the comments what you feel about all this, and if you're mad that we're not talking about games. Well, Jeepers, I would love to be talking about Marvel's Wolverine. That would be cool if Sony announced some new stuff about Marvel's Wolverine. Okay, Bub. Nice. I want to talk about Wolverine. I love Wolverine. That Wolverine's great. Wolverine's great. Anyway, Wolverine had some great and also probably not great games for the PlayStation 2. Hold on, let me do that segue over again. In the words of Blink-182, nobody loves you when you're 23. And the PlayStation 2 turns 23 this week, so we figured we could talk about some of the PS2 games that nobody loves except for us maybe they're underrated. Or maybe we just want to talk about them for the hell of it. Jada, you want to kick us off? <sighs> yes.
1: My darling in the rough is The Bouncer. A little action RPG by Square Soft before the Square Enix merger. Um... This, uh, this RPG is like one of the first PS2 games I played. It, is, it features a main character named Sion, um, who is this amalgamation of Sora from Kingdom Hearts and Titus or Titus, however you want to prefer it, from Final Fantasy X. Like, it's just kind of this combination of the two. Um, and you just, it's this brawler, like, it's kind of the Streets of Rage 2D brawler that we got growing up translated into a 3D brawler. And then it they also, it was one of the early PS2 games to add like multiplayer versus so you could fight against each other from a mm. cast of characters. This was Tetsuya Nomura,
0: wasn't it? I believe so. That, that clip we showed just looked like Sora went to the mall yeah. and got jumped in the food court. <laughs> yeah, and then he, he you know, had to
1: jump into the nearest Hot Topic to get, you know, a new set of, uh, a new outfit. to Kingdom uh, Hearts, Pacific
0: Coast whatever.
1: <laughs> uh, yes. Um, but yeah, and like, it was like one of the few games where I could actually use like my PS2 multi-tap early into the PS2 lifespan to use play four players. Um, and it was a blast. I had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, the story is, it's, it's a story um (laughs) but like it's it's one of those games it's kind of like those very campy movies that we love to watch but it's a game in that format and i really enjoyed it and i think more people should play it and i really hope eventually it makes it to the ps plus catalog because i would love to revisit again without having to find my ps2 in the garage
0: hakeem weren't you saying you have some like headcanon for this or theories or something weird
3: yeah, yeah, I I do. Um but but I also have some questions for Jada yeah. uh, about about this game. So the game is called The Bouncer. Who who are they who are they bouncing or protecting? You are
1: bouncing everybody that comes in your way because it really works at all. <laughs> you, <laughs> I was going to say wait because a you like some of the moves. They literally are bouncing people off the ground. So like it's more of uh, the physical bouncing, like people um, versus knocking them out of clubs. But yeah, it's but, uh, it's it's yeah, they're very all like the back
2: of a flatbed truck. There, what yes. club are they
0: trying? It to get even, in? It doesn't
2: even start like at a club. It does start at a okay, club. No. So oh, I believe it does. it
1: does. I believe it does start. Club. It's been, it's... Okay. Bear with me, audience. Come for me at the comments if you want. It's been like 15 years since I've played this damn game. Um, but I believe it does have like an opening cutscene at a club and then somebody like, Sion gets some type of news and then he has to go out and do something and then it all just kind of starts okay. from there. Um, that makes sense. But yes.
2: It's like John Wick, but as a bouncer maybe he like bounced the wrong guy or
1: something like that, yeah. It's been a minute. I'd, I, sh- I probably should have read, re-read the like, like the history before of the story before it. I jumped into it, but it's just one of those games where like I don't even need to remember what the game is about right. to just remember how passionate and how much I love that's this
0: game. That's what we're talking about here. Is yes. if the, whether or not the game is good is, is incidental. This is about our fond oh, but memories. But the game is good. From 23 years ago with thereabouts. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. It's good for, it's good for yeah. you
3: know. You know. Yeah, f- if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, if you love Sora, you're definitely going to love the bouncer. Um, <laughs> yep. I mean, the, that one character looks exactly like Sora. Um can't take a punch like Sora. Yeah, what if the What's cast like? of
0: Tekken decided to beat up Sora and the, what is that, like, are they at a pool? Where are they? They, this is, I believe this is at a, um, no, this is in the, like,
1: uh, it's kind of like a, um, a corporate building or whatnot they're in, sure, I believe. why not?
0: So. yeah you know the hottest nightclub the corporate <laughs> building well, oh well this is like later this is pretty sure later in the game Bellas, this is a private event if i remember right it's a office holiday party you can't hang out here i'm gonna have to suplex you <laughs> no, I'm if, if i remember right
1: dorgon the the person they're trying to beat up or beat them up is uh like one of the main baddies so this is i believe like mid to later into the,
2: the story dorgon okay wait akim what's your theory on this game. I'm well curious. no, I
3: was just honestly it's it's super simple. I was like, this seems like it's just it's just a, a fever dream that Sora is is having and you know Oh yeah. One of his many
2: like Kingdom Hearts dreams. Yeah he travels. Yeah. I mean, hey yeah. look at that necklace what like
0: going on there. <laughs>
3: it's like, like a weird S and Mec to hate it. Yep. He's and a then, SoundCloud rapper on the side as well as being a <laughs> bouncer. An yeah. so.
1: Fair enough. I think SoundCloud did come out around this time. Yeah. Um so you know it tracks um good heavens! yeah and then like the the bigger brute volt has like literal horns growing out of his head i i don't remember why he has like horns out of his head SoundCloud but... cloud
0: strife i like it
3: <laughs> so, so Josh, there's what, no demons in this game right there's just, no demons. Rag, just you're just fighting humans <laughs> yes just humans with Dory horns okay. yeah. yes
0: dudes with overalls and no shirt they've
1: on got them. they've got like the but they've got like the you know magical <laughs> abilities as much as like somebody from like tekken does basically kind oh, of yeah. idea Speaking of,
2: yeah, yeah, my game is uh, Tekken 5, but not the part you're thinking of. It's just the single-player uh, platformer beat 'em up portion called Devil Within, where you play as Jin and just run around beating up people through levels i don't know i think basically took my answer and then copied my homework i mean um, it's kind of the reverse (laughs) it's actually the opposite where jada's was a game that was a like a single player adventure with you have co-op and then you can actually fight against each other but my game is a game where you fight each other and then you can play a single player version this isn't footage of it um but (laughs) this is just tekken um but Devil Within, I don't remember what the plot was. Probably worse than the Bouncer. Probably. Uh, but Jin is just going through different levels, beating up people, and then doing some god awful platforming. But the reason why it stuck with me is because back then I had I have two siblings, and like I can only buy games that were multiplayer essentially. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I didn't have a you know, there we go. Someone to play with. There we go. Um, I would just bring this guy out and. I wasn't very, this was like one of my first like single player campaign games, I guess, and I was not very good at it, and I think the checkpoints were like really brutal as well, so I remember sweating a lot, uh, like, playing through this game, because if I died, I would have to reset pretty far back. Uh, wow, I didn't even remember. Like was, these maps are like that was the life
1: of like PS2 games. though. like so you're safe. You were very much at the mercy of where the designers decided. Like you get a save point here. You get a save point here. There weren't nearly as many checkpoints as we get nowadays. Oh, we are no. spoiled.
2: Yeah. Uh, this, nowadays, this, I think if this is the same video that I was looking at to refresh my memory, too, there was a comment that was saying like, "Hey, dude, you know there's like a block button, right?" And <laughs> the guy, the uploader responded and said. To be honest, I just wanted to get this over with. Um,
1: <laughs> so that's my general
2: feelings about that. this.
1: Uh, you know what? If you if you don't get hit, you don't need to block.
0: That's is my true. general philosophy in true. games:
1: uh, hit them first, kill them first, and you don't need to block. Hmm.
0: Now I, I'm always I, I love single player stuff. I love stories, and I also love like fighting game rosters. But the problem is that like fighting games typically, you know, they're they're about the fight, and I suck I suck at that part. So yeah. it's kind of like I want to be. I don't know. Like I was, I remember being like excited about <laughs> Street Fighter, the movie, the game, and like mm-hmm. there's that there's that one like Mortal Kombat, Shaolin monks. Was it was Sub Zero one or was, there was Shaolin monks? There was also one that was like Sub Zero Origins Legacy something. Oh. I think it was on N sixty four, but it was like a, you know, it was like a side scroller. Yeah. Which it's also I'm surprised we don't see this more often. Probably because they just are always horribly received. Yeah. The idea of being like we already made this whole move set and this character, like what if we just made a story version where they you know instead of just staying in the same room fighting a handful of characters what if we yeah. just have them like walking along and going places but... up scrubs i think yeah. tekken
2: 3 and 4 had that where it was a beat-em-up and you could select any one of the characters you wanted
1: that sounds right because right? i think i remember yeah. going through it's like eddie gordo i believe yeah. i've ever going through it and just like it.
0: cartwheeling yeah. people to death it makes, it makes a ton of sense for tekken because it's you know 3d to begin with and right it's, yeah yeah Akeem, what about you? What's your uh, what's your little favorite from the PS2 era?
3: Well, Max, I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> I, I have to go uh, with the last game uh, made by Team Silent um, um, before Konami decided to give this particular franchise to to Western game devs, and that's Silent Hill 4: The Room. was the last one, and and it was it was beautiful. It wasn't necessarily connected to one, two, or three outside of just of course you know Silent Hill uh, these these supernatural worlds being involved. Um, this game you play as a guy named Henry uh, and you're trapped in your apartment. You wake up one day you're just trapped in your apartment. you have no idea what what's going on how you got how you got trapped in your own apartment uh, until you discover a hole in your bathroom and and in your bathroom that's where it transports you to uh, these it's a, it's technically supposed to be just like little areas of Silent Hill. Mm. and you start to uncover uh the mystery uh behind this uh serial killer who was born in your apartment he he died but he somehow came back as like a ghost and he's still killing cuz you know naturally if super, if if serial yeah. killers could come back as ghosts that's probably what they would do what they do best uh but yeah this game was was really really frightening for me and it's it's kind of it's kind of Similar to the the other Silent Hill games, in, in a sense, where it's like you're you're playing as an ordinary person, so obviously your aim with a gun isn't gonna be uh, up to snuff. You're not gonna have good aim. Um, also, when you're welding like uh, melee weapons, you actually can run out of strength. Um, this this game was just. I feel like it it also has uh, very early signs of PT, which I know a lot of people were you know you know that's like a that's a beloved you know uh, demo in the Silent Hill uh sphere uh where uh in your when you're in your apartment it's just first person there's no like jump scares or anything like that but it's it's first person and you're navigating your apartment in first person uh discovering clues here and there um, how big and, is the hole in the bathroom it's it's big enough for a human-sized man
0: okay i wasn't sure if yeah. it was like a peephole or other kinds of holes or just, <laughs> just you sucked know. him in yeah i feel like <laughs> yeah. a, oh, oh, this looks so creepy the thing about like that era of of games is like you'll see stuff that's kind of creepy and then you gotta remember that we were seeing it through like a crt tv which makes everything so much weirder looking like silent hill had that haze to it and it Mm -hmm. was just ugh, yeah very creepy
1: don't um so i've only played uh, i think silent hill homecoming and i believe silent hill 2 way back in the day and like don't all the protagonist you said the protagonist of this one was his name was henry Aren't all the protagonists have like very general, like basic names like that? Like, it's that, like, it's that's kind of a like a just a yeah,
3: they yeah, they have just like, yeah, very basic, you know. I guess I don't want to say generic because there's I don't want to offend anyone, Henry, that's watching, you know. (laughs) They they have just, I would say, general names for sure. Um, uh, and I mean,
0: like like Scion or something, they're
3: like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or do what yeah. was the name of that building? uh yeah, no no they duragon yeah. Very- duragon. Duragon, duragon yeah
2: <laughs> Dugong, Dugong.
3: <laughs> this is a game i would love to see kind of remastered um i i feel like it, it was it was definitely a, a sleeper hit um on the playstation 2. um i mean si- team silent went out with a bang this one was like it, it was just it was chef's kiss uh good and i think <laughs> uh you can actually i think you can download it on GOG. Gog. com. I just discovered because I was like trying to, you know, find like an older copy. But I'm like, I'd rather just play it on my PC just to kind of relive those those PS two moments. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely say if this this is worth a, a revisit if you if you remember it from PlayStation two, uh, or, or it's just like worth just playing it if you're a fan of the the Silent Hill uh, franchise. Uh, of course, we're all looking forward to Silent Hill two though. Uh, yeah, we'll the, have to the see the remake we'll, of that. But.
1: We'll have to see how that does. Maybe that'll you know we'll get a Silent Hill 4 the Room remake after yeah. that.
3: I want the... I get some get some
0: Tommy Wiseau room in there, too. I yes, want for sure. Maybe someone's modded that in on PC. Maybe that joke is from 2011. Anyway... <laughs> uh, what about you, Max? What, what, what was your PS2, darling? So everyone loves Hulk Ultimate Destruction, but I was actually really fond of the one that came before it, which was just Hulk, based on mm-hmm. the not-great Ang Lee movie, which, again, weird mm-hmm. casting for that, like... What's like? I feel like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like floats like a bumblebee, feathers and wind, or what? And they're like Hulk, smash, and it was <laughs> weirdly, like I mean, that movie definitely doesn't hold up, but um, the game was pretty cool. It was um, the same studio that did uh, that did the Ultimate Destruction as well as the Prototype games and also Simpsons Hit and Run, which was uh, Radical Entertainment, and they since have been sort of I don't know rolled up and put into some bad corner of Activision support studios, but they made some pretty cool games back in the day, and this is you know. This is not as good as Ultimate Destruction, but I just have a soft spot for it. I think I got it for, like, stupidly cheap in some bargain bin. And it's—I just, like, I love how cartoony it is. You know, like, there's—that th- game—that movie is, like, very muted and somber. And, like, you know, contrary to that, like, the game was very—like, it's got this cool cell-shaded look. It's very toyetic. Um, the stupid thing, you know, much like the having a, you know, nuanced emotional director take on— you know, to go from The Ice Storm, a movie about people having marital problems in the 70s, to Hulk smash is a weird choice. I don't understand that cast, that director choice at all. But anyway, um, I
1: said Ice Storm and I thought the day after tomorrow and it was like there was marital problems. And I don't I missed that. plot Probably line.
0: they were running away from the ice, <laughs> the, the cold. Yeah. Um, but no, like this game had stealth sequences where you had to play as Bruce Banner. Which was, like, okay. very funny because when you think, like, Hulk, like it's a, it's synonymous with smashing and, like, yes. yelling. And, like, he, he literally will, like, clap so hard it kills people. <laughs> and, like, that is not stealthy. That is not, like, this is a giant, nine-foot-tall, enormous man who crushes things. But it's, like, what if you played as a guy with purple pants who has to be sneaky? Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I love I love the sort of aesthetic of this game. I think it looks really cool. And, it, you know, it paved the way for... Hulk ultimate destruction, which was, I think, much more what people wanted from from Hulk. Fantastic. But, I don't know. Yeah. I have a soft also, spot for I, that. I,
3: I, I gotta say, Max, I, I love from from the clip that we were just watching. For those listening, um, I love the product placement. Uh, Bruce Banner was drinking Mountain Dew, which is mm-hmm. a green beverage. I'm like, that's kind of on the nose. Like, I've, I, I'm I'm kind of surprised he he wouldn't that's, go for like a, a purple drink. Also, that's, that's
1: not that. how Hulk gets his powers by drinking too much Mountain Dew. No, gamma that's radiation. Gamma. Well, that's abomination.
0: That's how his his thing. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love that. Like, I love the bit in the, in the Edward Norton one where he's like about to screw around and his heart rate goes up and he's like, no, 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 I can't do this right now. But idea uh, that he's like, I'm trying to keep my pulse down, but I'm pounding all this Mountain Dew getting all wound up. And they're like, please stop, sir. Uh, give this man some melatonin. No, I don't know. That, that was a fun one. But yeah, like we said, the PS2 had some amazing, amazing games. Like yeah. I, honestly, trying to dig around and find some ones that are like, oh, also, everybody in the comments is going to be like, the Warriors. And it's like, yes. The if Warriors, you if you were thinking the Warriors, you owe me a quarter. Yeah, like if, please. If everyone says something is great, it's not underrated. Everyone agrees the Warriors was awesome. It's yeah. just I think that I think the game has more fans than the movie it's based on. But yeah, that was I don't yeah. know. And none of us think that the Bouncer is very good, except Jada. So that's that's, that's, that's what that's makes exactly. it underrated. That's what oh, makes those underrated. Bouncer fans are getting ready. I cannot. To put on their overalls. And beat you up in the I cannot wait. Lot. To, you know to see what? All come those
2: out. comments. Let me, come out, come out, yeah. come out and bounce me. I dare. Yeah, can, you. can we
3: just admit the Bouncer was never good? <laughs> we, doing we, we have now. to do this. There we, we go. We it got the Warriors on record. was always good. Yeah,
0: got on record. I love that the, the Warriors was like, was that was that pre or post San Andreas? I can't even remember.
1: Mm, that was this was pre San Andreas. This was post. I think Vice City. I okay. think it was. I think it was right after Vice City, but before so yeah, San this, Andreas, this was
0: a rock star blank check game. This was like, what do you want to spend your money on? Like, wake up, Barry Dvorzak. We need original music based on that hit film directed by. Uh, Walter Hill, I think. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like just I believe a de- you. definitely a deep cut, based on a book no less. Yeah, like Die Hard, yeah. one of those movies that everyone knows the movie and like four people have read the book and they're like, it's fine. Anyway, this I love this. This game was cool as hell. Uh, but yeah, the Warriors is great. Hulk not as good, but I like it too. <laughs> um, yeah, let us know what, what your favorite PS2 games that nobody else loves, except for a bunch of people in various internet forums and comment sections who probably also... Love it. I mean, no matter what your favorite game is, you can find somebody out there who also loves that game, Yeah, um, which is nice. So let's all focus on, on positivity. Now, speaking of positivity, something that is a divisive topic is quick time events. Uh, some people really hate them and other people have mixed feelings i think is that i feel like that's, yeah, that's fair very, very I, I love QuickTime events do you yeah i do you're, i do you're you are so positive
1: about everything i i what can i say i i love video games
0: i think quick time events are the video game equivalent of jump scares in that they are they are cheap and they jump up at you mm. so yeah I'm, and i don't handle them well i get stressed so
1: i will say that like i love quick time events when they're done when they're executed properly when they're just thrown in there, just shoveled in there to shovel them in there, no. But if you get them in a, a big game like, say, Asura's Wrath, which has very big moments mm-hmm. that are very about, very much about like doing these over-the-top big things um, that is outside of the normal gameplay, I think it's great. I think it's okay. a great use of them.
0: Well, we need to make this whole conversation a quick-time event. And Josh, I believe you have some... Something yeah. prepared for us. How are we doing this?
2: Yeah, so I think everybody has some sort of a signal device uh, that <laughs> will. Akeem, I'm sorry we didn't have time to. There we go. Uh, and wh- I, I don't know which one's going to mean what. Uh, you can have something for agree or disagree. I was going
0: to do. I don't know. We didn't really plan. You can see these are horribly. Yeah. Yeah. Second graders. Akeem, what do you got
3: for us? I mean, I got I got a mic that echoes. Okay. That's it.
2: Okay, so you'll Akeem will bring out the red mic if he thinks that this is a good quick time event.
0: This looks like the world's worst auction. For those of you listening at home, we have <laughs> ping pong paddles with PlayStation buttons crudely taped onto them, but they're not all the same. I have a I have a I have the face buttons. I
1: have an R3 as well as the triggers and then also a couple of face buttons.
0: Yeah, so we're, we're kind of playing with a, a half a deck right now. Okay, so if let, let's do
2: uh, for you guys, if it's an X button, you guys think it's a good quick time event. And if you don't think it's a good one, you'll do square. Okay. you both have square I'm just. Gonna... Uh, and, then, and then you can use the other one if you feel like it's something in between and then explain later but i think the reason we like we're talking about this is because the resident evil 4 remake won't have the quick time or it will it
1: will it but will. I think not they're... into the, the degree of what we're used to or mm-hmm. expected from the previous releases
2: okay well let's start with that resident yeah. evil 4 let's see mm-hmm. like an example of a quick time event from that game and see if you guys think it's a good one or not red could you please roll the clip All right, this is the famous uh, boulder chase where you have to mash square to sprint as Indiana Jones-style a boulder is running towards you. What do you guys think? uh you don't think this is a good one you don't think it's a good one and akeem thinks it's a good one akeem uh, oh, minority oh no. here we'll...
3: i was going to use this for no
2: for no okay so you all yeah. disagree this is a bad quick time event why oh, i was just pushing
1: the buttons oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're mashing square i'm so, mashing square and then l2 r2 at the, to the last second dodge yeah that's the buttons uh, i think this uh, is a bad one but i love it
2: okay
0: explain um I feel like Resident Evil is very good at taking things that are super scary and being like, oh, they're scary. Like, the I don't know, RE4 is like a greatest hit of various movie monsters but giving us kind of bootleg coat of paint as well as all sorts of just generic horrors and phantasms. And then there's a big rock and you have to run away from the big rock by pressing square fast enough and then dodging out of the way at the last minute. And it's just... It's very... it's. I mean, they're clearly doing the Indiana Jones thing, but again, it's a big rock. It's yeah. weird. It's just the silly... It seems like a very... I mean, it's a game full of silly things. And again... It's bad, but I love it. Also, yeah. on my
1: second playthrough, I would like to just use my rocket launcher to blow up the rock instead.
3: Well. Do it. Well, it's it's well, also bad because, I mean, why are you hitting square? Aren't boulders circles? <laughs> like, but the square why is you go- the
2: enemy of the circle. Speaking of, speaking of boulders, let's move on to the next clip, RE5. Also, uh, we got some more boulders here with the QuickTime event.
0: They really like their boulders, not a very quick, quick time event. Yeah, there we yeah, go. There
2: he is. He's mashing square again, but this time to push a boulder, uh, then to roll around the analog stick to keep pushing, and then X to give it a right hook, and then circle to give it a right hook, and then X to give it a right hook, then a, right hook then a square to give it a right hook, and then <laughs> he just punches the boulder. All right. How do you guys feel about this one? Uh triangle this is somewhere in between i think
3: that means somewhere in between quick time event
2: uh you're not a big fan of this
3: yeah i mean i I did both so so yes for the smoke machine means yes and then the the mic means no okay tight ship Uh, here this is a good we're
2: doing this is really what what makes this a bad quick time event
3: so this is partially good this is partially good uh it's i'll start with the bad part the the part that you have to like keep you know you're pushing the rock you're pushing the rock uh, by hitting the the square uh, button, I think that sucks. But when when we're talking about memes, this really took off when when Chris decided to give that bad boy a a, a couple of firm punches. <laughs> right, uh-huh. like the internet took off with that right there. That seismic punch. Yeah, th- that's yep. that's why it's good. Right that, there, that this alone. is what makes it good. This was
1: his casting audition yes. to get into Marvel Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Three. This is this is what <laughs> got you. him into it
0: like for exactly. sure exactly I like this I, I think this reads like a direct response to anybody who criticized the boulder and RE4 and the devs were like oh you didn't like that well how about this shut up Press square. F you go to hell. Like punch the boulder. I
1: just you know to Akim's point of it being like it becoming meme worthy. It is super meme worthy. It's just so ludicrous to punch a boulder and expect it like this whole scene. I remember playing this scene and it's just so
2: ludicrous. It's ridiculous. So well, my problem with this scene is that you use multiple buttons to do the same action. Mm. Like I feel like that's as a, a fair, rule, a as a rule argument, for a quick time yeah. event, right? You should just stick to one button for one move and just. Do that.
0: Uh, I think all games should only have one button that you have to press the entire time. Oh yeah, me too.
1: I think they should have seventy-eight games. different buttons that we press you would like at all times. A keyboard.
2: <laughs> uh, well, okay, so both, PC like, gamer here. for both Resident Evil's here, you guys kind of gave it a pass because it's a li- like a little bit silly, and sucks, Resident Evil's a little silly. Yes. yes. Uh what about a game that's like supposed to be serious and you have Quick Time events that are serious? Can we pull up the next clip, please, Red? It is called Heavy Rain. <laughs> Yeah. Ethan? Ethan? This is the uh, the famous chase through the market. Uh, the clip we're showing is where he fails every quick time event. And as a player, I think that <laughs> <just> like, um, <laughs> if you were to fail these, you would feel frustration, right? You're supposed to connect with this character and be like, wow, I'm very frustrated. I can't catch this guy. I keep messing up. Especially, uh, I should have gotten more... Uh, <laughs> grippier shoes as he
0: slips on the ice is this a good quick time event or not you mean this particular event or heavy rain the entirety of the game which is mostly quick time do events? you i mean this one no. in
2: particular we'll go with this one in the particular do you think this is a good use of quick time events yes yes, yes. and akim no no why not no
3: this is frustrating even, if, even if, you get it, if, you, if you get it right, if you get it wrong, like this is, this is just frustrating. Like this reminds me, I'm having flashbacks uh, to when I, my first uh, QTE game and that was Indigo Prophecy and it was horrible. I hated playing that game because of all the quick time events that were in it. I don't like this. I'm not a fan of this, the way that they do it in Heavy Rain um although this is comical what we're watching right now with the, with so the guy give, just failing at every turn i'll
0: give this one credit because it does have repercussions which are hilarious which is good yeah. i mean i what i hate is when quick time events when you fail them it's just that's it, it yeah. just, like there's no it's it just, just like just, you lose in this case he still catches up to the guy he just looks like an idiot doing it like he he, he, <laughs> su- yeah. he he like accomplishes his goal which again it sort of flies in the face of the whole point of heavy rains like choose your own adventure narrative pathways or whatever but like I don't know. It's very funny to me that like this is like, th- this is like the outtakes from a movie. The movie still gets made though. Like they just like, oh, so we did twenty seven yeah. takes, and that was the best one. Like just,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you need that Benny Hill music playing right now.
0: Oh yeah, it
2: would, it would work great.
3: I th- uh, I th- I
1: think. Uh, I, I like this one also because from a gameplay's perspective, nothing is more infuriating than having to catch an NPC that, is, that their whole goal is to run from you in a game and like not getting that grab command to go properly when you have to do it yourself. So I appreciate them just take, taking that portion out of the equation for me.
2: Yeah. I mean, and the thing with Heavy Rain is that even if you fail it, the, the story continues. It's not game over, right? It's not Correct. do or die. Uh, but there are some games that where the quick time event is do or die. Uh, Red, can you pull up the next clip, please? it is from spider-man
3: um
0: <laughs> poetry
2: we will, we're not hearing audio for this but uh you know you're hitting space bar to just jump around a fiery building and then he has to save a scientist attached to a bomb uh and you have to click the scroll wheel at the right moment to do it and place. if not uh you explode and the scientist says i'm gonna die before the whole building explodes <laughs> is this a good quick time event or not no yes and yes for Akeem, i think uh what Sure, I'll give it. I'll give it to him. Yeah, I'll say yes. Okay, what's what makes it a bad quick time event?
0: The fa- the, I mean, again, I think bad quick time like we're talking about them. The worst ones are where they they do what they're supposed to do, they're just annoying in the game and there's nothing exciting to write home about. I will give this one credit for being amazingly bad. <laughs> but I love that you he just face plants. Like they really were like they failed the quick time event of animating that that sequence. Like right. that's not even like a compelling, I don't know, like Spider-Man just faceplanting. Yeah. I don't think can you even do that? They I don't can move Spider-Man can do that normal and he game. just lands.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. So way. much more coordinated when he's swing across buildings, but suddenly <laughs> yeah. now he's,
1: he, event he becomes just, the wily
3: coyote.
0: This quick time event just always makes me bust up laughing. I love the idea of
3: Spider-Man's face plant. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I think if he T-posed it would be more it would be more believable. Like seeing yeah. him just go fully on oh, the yeah. ground is just like yeah. that's Oh, yeah. I honestly don't know what happens if you do this
2: successfully. I've only No one cares. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the, the scientist grows upper eyelids. That's
3: what. I have. Uh I had a cure for that and- terrible like look at that face. <laughs> face. can we not look at that face? <laughs> I don't want, for those of you listening
0: at home, you're having a great you're time because scared. you don't have to see this scary surprised yeah. woman. Awful. Let's see the new newest Spider-Man
2: uh game. How they did quick time events with Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, check this one out you are you know riding rhino trying to steer him uh out of like hurting other people through a shopping mall uh nice long slow mos nice satisfying button presses to hit good good quick time event bad quick time event
0: oh this is this is easily easy easy, easy good yeah one.
2: but max somewhere in between
0: i don't know i'm when I think of all the stuff I love about Insomniac's Spider-Man games, yeah. it's not the QuickTime time events. Really? And the fact that you can completely just turn them off, I put them in the same category as, like, the the little lab puzzles you have to do. Right. Where, like, I don't know, they're they're kind of padding. I mean, I guess they're more exciting than just a cutscene, but they're also not, like, a full-fledged sequence. Right. You know what I mean?
2: It's it's a, I mean, that's what most quick-time events are, right? It's, like, basically a cutscene that you interact with, in a mm-hmm. way. Uh, but when it comes to video games and, like immersion right isn't kind of the point to do something and your character does it and like during quick time events do you not feel that effect
0: i don't know i have mixed feelings about this one whoa i don't know he's just ru- he's ruining all these at the shopping mall during christmas time all these people are out getting their presents he and throws the baby, a baby carriage yeah it was, well, he has got a big like rhino
3: man. He's trying to save
2: people. Yeah. Well, Akeem, yeah. in is, defense of this QuickTime event, what what do you think makes it like appropriate or well, good? It's,
3: it's it's I think it's I think it's great. Like and this was the way that they kinda like started off the game. I feel like the these are very just satisfying uh quick time events. Uh, I love the fact that it kind of just slows down a little bit for you. Um and again, like 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 you were saying, to your point, Josh, you know, I feel I, I think it's great when you get to interact with like the 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 more cinematic portions. Um, of the video game. Um, You know, this this game does it well, Miles Morales. Um, I think God of War uh, does it well, Mm -hmm. in, in my opinion. So I don't know. I don't see Max. I don't see what what's the problem here. It seems like you you were trying to put the blame on Miles. He's <clears throat> saving people's lives. Well,
0: you can, I'm, I'm putting the blame on the developers. I think they were lazy. You can't go into any of the stores and check out all of the sales going on. <laughs> you
3: can't buy so your presents what for your is. friends. Not enough you, immersion. You yeah. wanted you want it to make some quick time purchases. Is that yeah. what it was? <laughs> yeah, I want to find <laughs> okay, some I quick see. quick
0: deals. Yeah, as. No, I I do think it's weird that Sony, I guess, has started with first-party games. There's a lot of quick-time events at the top. Yeah. Like, Ragnarok opens with that weird sled thing. And, like, I I mean, it's I guess it's exciting, but it kind of, like, it's... it's, I like it when games, when they hit the ground running with, like, the actual gameplay. Not so much, like, walk-and-talks. Not so much cutscenes. Not so much quick-time events. I guess in all of those, quick-time events are preferable. But, I don't know. This is also... This is a this is a multiple quick time. This keeps going, you know, it's not yeah, like you're in the yeah. middle of doing something and it's like one cutscene that pops up and then there's a quick time event and then it goes back to gameplay, which this is kind of a it's kind of a a, a drawn out uh, scenario here. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: and, and I have a theory about this. I think the reason they do that is because they want they just wanna, you know, set the standard that, you know, there's gonna be a lot of these types of moments throughout right. the game. So like up front, you know, you can either check out in the beginning or or just keep on powering through. There's going to be a bunch of these QTEs.
1: I think it's also a way of them showcasing just, like, the power your character has. Like, this is how cool and how powerful your character is. Look at, like, how what they can do to put on display. What they can put on display for their abilities. And they do it by making it look as stylish as possible to really get you to buy in and like the character.
2: Yeah. And, you know, we brought it up earlier, but uh, let's take a look at how God of War did it. I mean, God of War is also a similar super narrative single player driven game uh, and here's one they did again early in the game as well when Freya attacks you uh, as you and Atreus are sledding in the snow you just mash circle on um, this in this scenario that we're showing uh, he doesn't escape and he Freya kills him
0: I, I died <laughs> here I died because I started the game and I thought it was a cutscene and I was eating two corn dogs. <laughs> You can't. Yeah, play you game can't put down. Y'all, yeah. you can't put down a corn dog. Just to hit circle. I could have just had one corn dog and I might have lived, but I didn't. <laughs> I died. <It's, laughs> corn dogs, the leading yeah. death of video, it's leading video game. It's not a, it's game not death a good cost. gamer food unless you 3D print some apparatus that mounts them on the controller. That's a story for another day, though. I mean, bringing up mashing a button as a QuickTime event. Do you guys feel like that's a good use of QuickTime? I think mashing is is not great, you know? Really?
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I agree that mashing is not a great quick time, um use of quick time events mostly because also it makes it more difficult um if they don't have the accessibility features baked in um god of war did a lot of accessibility features for the game and they did like a lot and they did an amazing job with them i didn't check this cutscene with the accessibility settings to see how that worked out though so like that's something i personally need to go back and check um i'm sure they probably are settings they were very accessibility forward Mm -hmm. but mashing in general is definitely a a very tough thing in the accessibility um
2: community uh I'm going to say, yeah, in terms of accessibility, as long as they give the option to not mash, I think it's great. But I think mashing does a really good job when it comes to, like, immersiveness. Like, anytime they have, like, mashing happening, it's supposed to be these moments of high tension, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And, like, you know, it happens again in God of War when uh, Kratos is trying to stop uh, Thor from, you know pushing Mm -hmm. his hammer into his face or i mean even with the like the boulder stuff right with resident evil you're like mashing a button and there's no other real mechanics in a controller where you can be like okay i just need to do one repetitive thing Mm -hmm. and if
0: they're kind of trying to do something immersive mashing a button i mean i think mashing is a direct response to what people do when they're panicking in a game right they looked at like what are people they just go uh, uh," and it's like what if that's what they are supposed to do i like the ones where you have to i mean i don't i'm i'm what like Miles was doing where you have to drag the sticks into a certain spot and then hit something. Yeah. yeah. So you have to like line everything the up. Aiming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, to aim the like web shooter thing. Yeah, where you like you yeah. drag the sticks into like little circles and then you gotta...
2: Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. we can try something that's not button related. Uh, there is a game that came out called Tomb Raider Anniversary, I believe. They had quick time events. Here you go. Ah! You just... Uh, I think you swipe on the analog stick and it, in the right
0: direction. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just that's just Dragon's Lair, though. I don't know <laughs> what's wrong with Dragon's Lair. <laughs> I played a my friend got a Sega CD, and I played this game called Road Avenger, uh-huh. um, which opens with like this incredible, like hand drawn, like extremely low resolution, you know, anime sequence. And you're like, wow! And then it starts you in the game, and I was like, all right, I'm going to be driving this car, and it's it's actually just like a it's like a FMV game about a car. Mm. Yeah, and so you know how a car goes back and forth on the road, and if it doesn't, it crashes. Yeah, that's the game. Oh, so, like you drive for three seconds and then an arrow pops up. And if you don't hit it fast enough, you just crash into the wall. Huh? It's very bad. It's well, very, very bad. But it's interesting. I mean, it's that I don't know. They just they made a cutscene, and then they chopped it up and added some little prompts there. Yeah. Also,
1: Doesn't this NPC kind of look like budget vanilla ice? Like he's just making all the appearances lately.
2: <laughs> uh, if you're trying to if you're listening without video, that is it's budget vanilla ice. Um, Akeem, how do you feel about this quick time event?
3: Uh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't like this one um, at all. I, I don't know why uh, 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 Lara Croft is going after like these, these nineties has been rappers right now, uh, what we're seeing on our screen. And also it's just, I don't know, it seems kind of weak. Cause it, it also seems like you're not actually doing anything. Right, You're just swiping yeah. up. Is that it? Like, I don't, you're swiping I don't think up. You you're swiping left. Yeah, I'd swiping say it's down. a bad yeah. one. Ooh. Bad. Yeah. yeah. Press triangle. It just.
1: I, I feel like the the. I agree with Hakeem. I don't feel like the the button prompts on screen match the action that's really going on. Yep. Uh, yep. Not enough, at least. And yeah.
2: I feel like it's a little inconsistent as well. Like you have, you're able to control Lara Croft doing all these things, but then you see her, you know, dive behind a rock and then run and shoot the guy again, and you aren't prompted to do mm. any of those. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There needs to be consistency in our quick time events, uh, and can we yeah, bring and, up?
3: And in that scene, in that scene, by the way, I expected a lot more from Jamie Kennedy. But wasn't that Malibu's most wanted? Wasn't yes, that a that scene from the movie?
2: <laughs> that looks yes.
3: No. Oh, uh, okay. uh, retract that reference.
2: We'll bring it back to. Actually, you know what? We'll we'll, we'll do one more here where it's not so much about. Uh, you know, even mashing a button or just hitting the right button—it's about timing.
0: Uh, we're going to look at Yakuza Zero mm. here. Mm. Max, yeah. can you tell us what what is the context? Yeah, so it's the tele—it's the Telephone Club, which is a thing that I think most people can. Uh, I—it's I, like a friendship phone sex hotline, something or other. It was very popular in the Japan in the eighties. Again, I, you know, you can learn more about it in the hit game Yakuza Zero. But yeah, basically, you have to answer the phone real quick. So right when the the phone rings, you mm-hmm. hit a button. And then you just like yanks it off the receiver and then picks it up and then he in a very like radio friendly voice he's like Moshi mushi <laughs> you know, like it's very like dramatic and I, I mean I feel like Yakuza has a lot of really over the top quick time events yeah and they're they're typically like I don't know I think they do the, they do it well like it'll be in like the very in the middle of a boss fight you know and it'll it'll kind of like truncate like boss phases or whatever and it's mm-hmm. in this case they're clearly making fun of the fact that quick time events are silly and it's just completely over the top yeah and. Then, I don't know. It's also I think it's very easy to fail this one. <laughs> like it, it, that's a quick timer. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's just like doesn't. I don't know. The timer is also a fun addition, where it like really I feel like it really adds to the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It shows you exactly how quick the time is of the event. But I'm I'm also you could show me like a, a, a Yakuza game crashing and I'd be like yeah it's a great game look at it go it's cool I like it <laughs> Yakuza is a good series. <laughs> I think any game that well
2: anytime they have a quick time event that could easily be its own standalone like Mario Party game i think it's great like if it doesn't even mesh well with the story as long as that like that part is fun i, yeah. I think it, it'll like sell me
1: i think i so I'm, i think i'm going to i'm going to go back on one of my answers from Ooh. the Resident Evil 5 one i think i said was a bad one i i think based on the Yakuza one and the Spider-Man one with him just face planning the more absurd that the, uh, the quick time event is, I think it, the better it is. Yeah. I think that's I think that's my new stance on quick time events. Yeah, because the like
2: quick time the- event's gonna take you out of the game anyway. Correct. Like, might as well just go balls out, let's make this weird. Yes. Yeah. The uh, weirder, weirder, the better.
0: Boulders to the wolders, as they say, <laughs> really. <laughs> boulders
2: to the wolders. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of weird, let's go end with this one. Okay. Uh, it's the weirdest one, maybe. Asura's Wrath, which we brought up earlier, uh, the game is
0: all quick time events.
2: It is. Yes. It's like all it is. And, and this is one like where God pushes his finger onto earth and you have to stop. You have to say, finger. knock it off up there. And here Not we go. It. It's great. I think this one is a perfect example of like mash a button to stop God's finger from crushing you. Yeah, that's a good mashy one. This is a great mashy. I mean, this one, game man. is also
0: like it got some it got some crap for it when it came out. People were like it's just a game about QuickTime. It's just an anime that you press buttons during and it's like, yeah, but that was it. That like, was kind of the, that was the whole yeah. point. Yeah, like it was they committed to it, you know. Yeah. They committed to the bit and I don't know, like if if it had been stuff that was just like sloppily inserted in another game, it's like that's that's another story entirely, but like I, mean, I don't know, I think quick time events they have to be deliberate. You know, they can't just yes. be like uh we'll just tack it on there. Deliberate and absurd. <laughs> this has got a whole meter showing you how hard you're pushing on God's finger with your little fist That's great yep. He's really punching that finger This is
1: definitely one of those games where you do not button mash normally Where you set the controller down mm-hmm. and you are one finger just up and down on the, on the Pro tip
0: for that, electric toothbrush Just get it right up against the button oh, yeah. I've never That's done hard. that Yeah, I did that to get a platinum in one of those uh, bad games that we played Oh, the spank the rabbit or whatever? Sure yeah. Uh,
1: anyway. I st- calling it these days? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. It was stroke the something, right? Whatever. Right. But, yeah,
3: that's even worse. What are we doing?
0: Well, that was a conversation about quick time events that was definitely not a quick time, but we had a good time, and that's yeah. the important part. Uh, so just, press press circle in the comments below to let us know how you feel about quick time events, or I guess we're going to probably figure out a nice um, poll, which is kind of like a really slow quick time event, if you think about it. One of those true. polls. The slowest yeah, quick you just, time uh, event. Press, what you feel anyway um yeah speaking of asura's wrath grade big huge exciting anime fight sequences dragon ball z tenkaichi budokai 4 was announced after 16 years since the last mainline entry in the series uh this was i mean i'm gonna go on a limb and say this is like the definitive dragon ball video game series
1: yes the fight for the the like for past fighting ones, mm-hmm. yes, the Tenkaichi series was the series. If you were playing in Dragon Ball Z fighting games, I mean the early Budokai games were great, but once we got to Tenkaichi, it was just a whole nother level and there was no going back mm-hmm. after that.
0: Um so, yeah, we got a, we got a little teaser that is cool. It shows some like clips of the old stuff, and then it has like a shot of it's like on a little CRT TV to remember. Remember. We're i really calling.
1: like i really like that they went with the crt scene like yeah. it like it really kind of takes you back to like oh yeah when i was playing this it was on a crt a little tiny tv um yeah. and then it erupts at the
0: end and we get the full screen remember high school remember four three aspect ratio <laughs> well it's gone because goku's killed it no i like that they they've got goku <laughs> doing his, his super saiyan blue whatever it's called transfer you know blue raspberry warhead flavor uh yeah since this game came out they've added how many different transformations throughout like super and the various movies
3: yeah quite 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 a bit quite a bit and mm-hmm. and also not only that i'm I'm glad to see that they're going with the cell shading uh the cell shaded uh look for for this new game that's coming out because i mean from my uh, memory i don't think it the the original budokai games were actual uh they weren't cell shaded right
0: no they were like soup they were just kind of low poly like very flat yeah. flat rendered which was it looked good but it wasn't yeah. cel shaded. Like this is this is gonna look like Dragon Ball Fighters is so good, so yes. good looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and I, I don't know if y'all noticed this, but it seems like you know Bandai Namco comes out with a new. I know it's been like what sixteen years since we got a Budokai game, but like Bandai Namco has been coming out with uh, new Dragon Ball related games. Like almost every single year since we hit like what like the mid nineties, uh, early two thousands. Uh, there's been a new. I, I'm assuming that that must be like a licensing thing, because I mean like we've gotten. Some good games, and we've gotten some bad ones. Like, what last year we got Dragon Ball: The Breakers. Yep. Does anyone remember that? that yeah, I played that. Uh, yeah, I, like a, a rip-off of Dead by Daylight. idea, um, it, but yeah,
1: it was uh it was just such a mess of a game. I mean, we had it you really know we had Kakarot
0: was. before that. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it definitely seems like with I mean with the exception of The Breakers, they've gotten better about like really. Yeah. I mean, for a minute it felt like very much that kind of this is just licensed games, but I think. Like fully committing to a two D fighter or a RPG. Like again, I wish that Kakarot had like a little bit extra love, but this is this is gonna be cool. This is gonna be good. Uh weird thing is like the last version to get released of this was in twenty twelve. They put out like the H D collection that was Budokai one and three. They skipped two. Yeah, which was I'm not even sure why that was the case. Was it bad? we, we don't talk about two, that's yeah. why was it bad? What did two was two was just it was We don't talk it wasn't no energy blast everyone had to stay on the ground the whole time they
1: made some i can't remember exactly what it was but it just like it it lost a lot of that like the feeling that we got when we played one Mm. like it just wasn't like it did feel it felt a little soulless Mm. or whatnot it felt kind of like normally it's you know when you see a a game based on an anime generally the first iteration is very basic and you're like like "Mm, i'm gonna wait for the sequel i'm gonna wait for number two because then they'll have the next arc that's already out like this is just the starter Mm. it's like anytime you buy like you get a new naruto game it's like cool we get up to the tune-in exams and that's it and it's like why am i i don't want to play through the tune-in exams like that's not enough content um but like, as you get to further, you know, the second one is usually they fix the any of the bugs. They like they've expanded on it, made it a deeper experience. Yeah,
0: I mean that's the rare thing that video games do that other media doesn't is like the second iteration is oftentimes much better because yeah. it is effectively a you know massive new version rather than like just a straight sequel. And you know sometimes they drop the ball and screw it up, but I don't know. Usually they save that for the third. But I mean, third Budokai added like had like a massive roster that had like Doctor Slump characters in there and stuff, which is which is cool as hell. I don't know. I just want some deep cut Toriyama stuff in there. Yeah, no, for sure. So that's good news. Um, we also got some news about Final Fantasy 16, which, you know, we probably should have led with a week and a half ago when it broke, but, uh, basically the director talking about, uh, how it's, it would not be possible on PS4. Like it it is using the, the new proprietary hard drive to like, you'll be in the middle of like a battle and it'll be like loading a cutscene in the background and basically just queuing everything up. And it's, it's that kind of like nebulous developer talk where it's really hard to understand exactly You know, how much of this is smoke and mirrors and how much of this is like actually what's going on under the hood. But uh, I don't know. It's 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 cool to hear talk about like why this generation actually matters, because, you know, for the most part, it's been like, okay, well, I guess it's making use of more power. But in this case, it's multitasking a lot, which is cool to hear. Do we have any strong feelings about FF sixteen? I mean, I'm I'm excited for it mostly because of the uh,
1: the combat designer that is there from Devil May Cry, and so like just getting that Devil May Cry action. I love DMC, Um, so getting a little bit of my Final Fantasy is a lot of fun for me. Um, I, you know, I do miss like kind of the more traditional, more tactical. Uh, that Final Fantasy is known for. Um, but you know, they've got the classics to go back to for me to play that. And we've got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth um, coming later this year. So I'm a okay with getting a little bit something different that is hopefully going to bring some audience back to Final Fantasy because it has minus four Final Fantasy fourteen, it's kind of been kind of lukewarm over the last couple of years. Like it hasn't drawn as big of an audience as I know Square wants it to be, because it is kind of like the grandfather of. RPGs, like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy, you know, is one of the one of the grandfathers. Well, the, you know, the obviously, Ultima and that, stuff,
0: but yeah, like they clearly wanted Forspoken to be like a whole new kind of flagship thing, which that was very much leaning on the kind of magical realism that we've come to expect from Final Fantasy, where it's like you know, intersecting like recognizable real world themes and technology and stuff with a magical world, whereas this is just straight kind of medieval fantasy. Yep. And I kind of get the feeling that maybe they wanted to sort of, you know, separate those two. And obviously we're still going to get, you know, Final Fantasy that has, you know, robots and stuff in there here and there. But, uh, you
1: know, I, I, I would I have a feeling and I have no proof that this. this is purely anecdotal, but like I feel like. A lot of the magic that they had in Forspoken was probably used as like a test bed when they were building Final Fantasy 16 with Mm -hmm. like more action focused and they're like this doesn't really fit with the the full over design but we've spent so much time designing this let's make something out of this because it is still a really cool and fun system so I mean yeah Forspoken was
0: the was the FF15 team which got spun off and I mean that was that the was that the first real-time combat Final Fantasy 15 yeah uh mainline entry technically
1: yes 12 would be close to real time but it still it was because it used the gambit system mm. but it was still kind of like it was like mmo real time right where it's like you're on cooldown for your basic attacks or whatever skills yeah. that you had queued up in the gambit system
0: well it's interesting you know that the, this is sort of a step backwards in terms of setting and uh, not backwards but in terms of like you know it's it's whimsical fantasy without any people wearing parkas or like sneakers, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> like there's no sneakers in this Final Fantasy, uh, but it's, still, got, it's still real a
3: time. I got a question about this. Uh, when, when do you decide to just put a particular franchise to rest? Like, you know, I, I, is it, nope. this is 16, right? Like why, why are we still going? <laughs>
1: uh,
3: just, I, I checked out at Final <laughs> Fantasy 10. That, that's all I'm saying. I checked out at Final Fantasy 10. I was like, okay, I, I don't see anything that's really like, that, that's revolutionizing This particular friend the the jrpg franchise for me anyways as like a fan of the final fantasy series i'm like the characters they're not as iconic as as you know the characters from from the previous games you know before i checked out like i'm not i'm just curious why are we still going with this franchise I know it's a moneymaker but I'm just I mean it's because
1: there are millions of fans that love this franchise Akeem like I mean there's
3: million of millions of fans of the Metal Gear Solid franchise as well well that's a different story
1: that's a completely different story that is and also
3: there's millions of fans of the Silent Hill uh, franchise Mm -hmm. again another it's a different 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 there's millions of fans of (laughs) I can keep
1: going I mean are you you asking are you asking for us to end Mario at this point because (laughs) Mario's
0: got just as many games if not more than in final fantasy somebody's got to stop him uh no i mean so final, th- to stop him to, to, to your point it came like final <laughs> fantasy is one thing that i wish scientist. more franchises did which was treat like the name as sort of a catch-all for whatever needs to go in there yeah like silent hill is is ah, i feel like that goes different directions like that's not all like maybe there's one cohesive universe sort of but it's not really super connected mm-hmm. I mean, you look at something like far cry where like Every, you know what you know what a Far Cry game is, but they're all their own self-contained things. And like Final Fantasy, for you know, for a long time, it was just each new entry was a new thing. And yep. It'd be like you know, they're like Cactuars and Chocobos would show up, but it was like an entirely new set of characters. And then they did like oh, like ten two or like yep. you know, uh, the Crisis 13, Core in well, the yeah. thirteen
1: trilogy. And I think thirteen uh, three, that one actually I think was live uh, real time action mm-hmm. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But mainline in first starts like
0: then it would be uh, sixteen thought, would be. Yeah, three. Like it, Thirteen 15. was like cool as hell, like setting wise. I also think yep. it completely like killed momentum for that franchise. I think it's just I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts on thirteen. Thirteen is one that, of my favorites.
3: But that, that's where that's where my mind goes. Like the fact that there's not like a a character that we're we're continuing to follow throughout the Final Fantasy series. I think that's that's like like with it's Mario, the, the Mario game, it's still it's still Mario. <laughs> um I mean even like in Silent Hill, like there, there's different characters. Like we we had you know, related characters and like, you know, 1 and 3, but, like, I don't know. There's not, like, a character for me to, like, latch on to. Like, Cloud isn't still... He's not in Final Fantasy 16. He's not still chilling, well, doing stuff. Just or, go
1: go follow Sid. You know, go follow Sid. Sid's in basically every Final Fantasy. Just follow Sid. Well, if, Sid, if, Sid, right? Biggs, Sid, Biggs, and Wedge. Like, those are, like, the three characters that make... Like yeah, regular appearances in the rogue like squadron, all of them. You can see them, yeah. Yep. Rebel, Rebel yeah. Assault. Yeah, yeah see, they're there you go. that is the true story. That is the true story. Yeah. That's so the those are the they are the real main characters of the Final <laughs> Fantasy franchise. I will say, well,
3: I do love my chocobos too. Don't forget There you the go.
2: Chocobos. Yeah, chocobos and yeah. moogles. Like as those as are... someone who's never played a Final Fantasy, like I, I think a benefit of how like they have the structure set up is that I don't feel pressure to go back and start with Final Fantasy one. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't for feel sure. like I, I can jump you into the series at any point and be like, yeah. okay, I'm playing a game for the first time and like it's fine. I'm not missing anything essentially. So I think maybe that's why, and, and the fact that Josh. Josh, what, I got to ask you though, when, yeah. when
3: do you plan on jumping into it? Because you said you've never played one of them. Yeah,
2: because so I when don't are you care. gonna jump into it? <laughs> this is coming <laughs> from the man.
3: Who, this is
1: coming from the man who just asked for when we're gonna stop getting the games. He's now trying to pressure well, somebody else into playing
3: see, the games. Yeah. Look, I'm <laughs> just saying because what is it? Because I'm trying to see from someone yeah. that's ever played it, what would yeah. what will make you want to jump into it? Like you know now. That's what I'm saying. I like, see. As someone uh, that checked out at ten, I'm trying to see what if someone that's ever played it. Yeah, what yeah. would be like? There's nothing that you you saw in what we were showing in Final Fantasy sixteen that's like, oh, I want to check that out. Oh I no, I, bl- I blacked it. out. Yeah. Well, uh, exactly. What would
0: they have to do to get you? What would what do they have to do over at Square Enix to get you Ooh. on over with Final Fantasy?
2: Uh, you know what? I think they put Sonic the Hedgehog in one of them. I think I'd be in. <laughs> <laughs> Akeem, keep I know you agree with me, Akeem. No, I don't want I don't
3: want to Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy.
2: Would you not be like, yes, sign me up for 20 more Final Fantasies? I
3: would probably literally vomit blocks of Legos. <laughs> <laughs> why, <how> are <laughs> why, why, eating, why are you Legos? eating Legos? I've been eating Legos since I was six. Well, we need to go have a meeting
0: and address this grave issue. And also We're running out of time. But uh, thank you all for hanging out and talking about quick time events and video game movies and nonsense. And uh, thank you to everybody listening and watching at home. We will be back next week. Will there be news about Wolverine? I freaking hope so. See you then. Beyond. 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 Look at that, Matt. Press X to Beyond.